0: I
2: found you.
0: Yo, what's happening? You absolutely Netanyahu. Netanyahu's gonna. Netanyahu's making the. Uh, is making the team. Yes, he's making the team. All right. Yeah. Uh welcome y'all. Uh, Spears and Steinberg, you know the deal. Spearsberg Pod Twitter, Spearsberg Pod Patreon, Spears Spearsberg Pod YouTube, Spearsberg Pod Instagram. Hits one on one. And we're going to be in uh,
1: Cleveland the week after you hear this. Do you know the date we're going to be in Cleveland? Why would I? Uh, I think it's that Thursday.
0: (laughs) You you, you talk. I'm going to get the date. All right. Um, Yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. That might have been a mistake. Just a bit outside. One of the best movies ever to me comedically. Uh, Major League, man. I love it. You know? Charlie Sheen, um, come on, Aries, Wesley Snipes, Tom Bergeron. I think I'm saying that last name wrong. The dude from LA Law, yeah, I didn't like two so much, uh, when, especially because Wesley went in and they replaced him with Omar Epps. I don't remember, I don't even remember two. Of course, you don't. Blinko Yoba is coming
1: yeah I need it. uh it's going to be the 19th. It's actually a Friday Friday through Sunday show, so the 19th through the 21st <sighs> and then uh apparently, I don't know because you said, you told me it's true. the 25th through the 28th will be in Tacoma.
0: Yes, okay well, there we go.
1: so it's there's some there's some sunshine.
0: Let's that. roll up our jeans and our sleeves and let's dive right in. yeah uh, A lot of people were telling me to check this movie out called American Skin." with Nate Parker, produced, I guess, by Spike Lee, right? Something like that. Spike had some involvement in it. Um, And everybody comes, you got to see it, got to see it, got to see it. So I finally watched it today. Um, And I had you watch it. And Andy, Andy, Andy. Andy. First of all, let me say what I said in my post. Because I saw the preview, so I knew what it was about. And for those of you who don't, uh, Nate Parker's 14-year-old son gets shot and killed by a cop. And when the justice system failed him and his family, what? That happens? Um, Him and a couple of his brothers, Leroy Furious, decide to put on bulletproof vests, strap themselves with guns, semi-automatic weapons, take the police station hostage, and hold a mock court uh, for the cop, that killed his son. And I went, oh boy, this is going to be good. Um, and I want to give Nate, as the, again, these young kids say, give him their flowers, they props. I want to give Nate Parker his flowers because he makes great movies. And i have only seen two. But the one prior to this one was Birth of a Nation. Which was heavy, heavy shit. Of course, it was the story of Nat Turner. He was playing Nat Turner. And now there's this one. Um, and God damn it. It's a good movie, but damn it. And I'm working backwards here because I got all these notes, but we'll work. I work backwards. God damn it. I'm watching this halfway through it. I'm going, this is going to end one of two ways. One, he's going to kill this motherfucking cop or two. He's not going to kill the cop. And I had a feeling it was going to be the latter because just to see. A black man or or black character smoke a cop. I just don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think the powers that be will allow it. Not to mention, you get the sense from his character. He's not that kind of guy. But I me mean, in, in, in saying that, I went, here we go. Here we go. Marching, praying. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, from the Bondi Lord. It's the turn the other cheek shit. And it took the fucking power out of the punch. They took the power out of the punch. And before I give Andy the floor, my whole thing was this it's not a movie based in true events. If it was a movie based in true events and he really shot the cop, well, then you'd be doing the movie a disservice if you didn't shoot the cop. I knew it was fiction. But I'm going, all right, if it's fiction, then go all the way. If this is make-believe, and let me say, I'm not condoning cops. We're talking about a movie, fantasy. While the content in terms of context is real, and, and that's not based on fantasy, um, it's still a movie. Why not go all the way? They they took the fucking sugar out of the Kool-Aid, nigga. Uh, I don't think you go all the way,
1: not because of what you're saying, it's because he's a better person than that. It wasn't about killing the other guy. I know you're going to say that's the turn the cheat thing. No, I'm just saying he was a better person than that, and the movie doesn't work if, unless you make him a better person.
0: Bullshit. Cause, cause no, because the end of the movie, if they kill a bad guy, it doesn't make a difference. Here's right now where you always ask that question, where am I going to get the letters? Right there. Well, because let me say, first of all, and I'm basing this off of not just my personal feeling, a lot of black people on Instagram went, dude, what was the point of that? It's like, if you're going to, if you're going to not go through with it only for, guess what? And, and, and I sent my post out before I saw the ending ending. Once he took off the vest and put the gun down and, and got demilitarized um, I, And he even said, I'll take whatever time they give me. I went, so wait a minute. You went through all of that only to not have your son come back. Obviously, he Candy's dead. You're letting the cop go, and you're going to jail. But they did you one better. They smoked this nigga. So now you and your son is dead. The cop still is free. The end. But the, po-
1: the point is, okay, first of all, what I was saying was, and when you rudely interrupted, I'm me, sorry. Yes,
0: you did. Well, you interrupt rhythm, so no, I decided you, you, yeah, to. Just, I probably kicked you back in rhythm.
1: <laughs> in the structure of the movie, yes. If you shoot the bad guy, then everybody is is. It's a deeper meaning when the good guy gets killed. No, it is a deeper I, meaning oh. in the movie structure. I'm talking not oh technicals, technicals. yes. Okay, that's why I'm saying it was. That's why it was done that okay. way. The other thing that I was going to say. It's addressed earlier in the movie when uh, the Muslim prisoner says, are you willing to go all the way with this, brother? If we're doing this, are you willing to go all the way?
0: Okay, so and, that, it, and I could see that question being so yeah, asked. And
1: it, and it, so it was addressed in the movie whether he was going to do that or not. So you kind of get the feeling from that. I got the feeling from that that they are setting up some structural things in the movie. I'm sorry, I look
0: at movies more structural than because this is a movie. This is here's it. how I knew he wasn't going to shoot him when they had when he when he had him uh, handcuffed to the desk, and Nate Parker pulls out his gun, puts it on the desk, yeah. and then I forget what exactly was said or the moment, but it, they 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 froze on Nate. He kind of made a grunt noise, and he dragged his gun off. The desk and walked out the room. I said, "Right there, he ain't doing it." Well,
1: uh, what happened there is when the, the the younger kid was was filming and said, "This isn't gonna, ma- this isn't gonna, cha- it's gonna make it worse." For- right? That's you're right. There yeah. you go. Okay. That was that's that's what it was. Okay. But now the plan for, that he has is that this is all being filmed. This is all being filmed because the kids are docu- documenting the the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the the point. Uh, is for what he's looking for to get out of this. So the world as he said so the world can see. Exactly. So uh you and, might and, be and, right. And, You're right. And You're right. At the very end of the movie, they cover it up and the news is still blaming him and then he has the 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 CDs, uh the DVD and he's sending those out to the news agencies. That's the end of the movie. So he's making sure that the world does see it. So I I I'm just saying that's, that's the structure of the movie, but there's something else that's in the movie that I think is, it, it, it ends with, uh, but that's the end. Let's work our way through some of these things All that right. I had a problem with. One is, and this is the first question I asked you when you came in here, if we weren't in COVID, if this was a movie that was being made to be released to nationwide movie theaters, would this movie
0: be being made? I think there's two answers to that. Let me get to the first thing. Let me go back. Birth of a Nation. I remember before the controversy came out, and I don't know if you remember, but that movie was on pace to be released theatrically, and it was released theatrically, but it had a lot of... The hype machine was behind it. Then the controversy hits, which is Nate Parker was accused of rape and, and sexual assault, and the girl killed herself because of it. Uh, and that killed everything. The hype machine... Left out of there quicker than a, uh, a father not Ooh. trying to take care of his kid. Gone. Um, had that movie come out, and, and later it was it, it was. we found out that the girl falsely accused him of something he never did. So let's put that out there. Had that movie come out without the controversy, with the hype machine behind it, and went on to become huge. But then I'm also going, what movies about slavery and racial uh, oppression and division and violence ever are huge blockbusters they, ne- they never are but i think that it would have maybe done enough to where once this he would he would be in a different space where this might have come out so that's the first answer second answer but then again maybe not because of the content
1: yeah i think the content would prevent it from being a, a nationally
0: released movie there were I, a couple I, people that said on on instagram because i asked that question it's come on man you know why White people don't want to see truth like that. White people don't want to see niggas with guns holding cops hostage. And 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 if he had shot the cop, probably never would have made it. The studio would have probably been like, uh, uh-uh. uh.
1: Yeah. Well, then that would have been that would have been the accusation. Would have been this was a studio movie, and that's why it didn't happen. Right. That could have been that could have been so I, I there was because this is on Netflix, not Netflix, it's on Amazon released. It wasn't released, it was just it's on Amazon, right? It's on Amazon. Uh very interesting. So this is this is unadulterated. This is his movie, this was his idea, this and this is what he brought to it. Right. Okay. So then I have a, a, a few little uh things here. There's a few things in here structurally, uh the way the uh events with police happened uh, the first time get, there is a shooting that happens in the police station. the first shooting is obviously when they take over the police station, mm-hmm. but then there's another shooting uh, when the cop tries to uh, grab the grab one of the guys during the fight well the the, the the inmate attacks the cop, the cop yeah, and then and, the cop tries to grab yeah, one, of the, one one of the, the guns, guns. Uh, th- at that point, I think there's a th- they feel the police probably go in at that point because if there's another shooting inside.
0: They seem to. Uh, well, what was what was what was missing to me the whole time I'm watching all this unfold is where are the repeated phone calls? calls yeah. By the negotiator, where's the attempt for the cops to come in? They were silent the whole up time. until the whole fucking time. So that they yeah, that, that's that kind of felt a little hokey. Yeah, it bothered me a little bit that they didn't include some of that. I'll do you one better than that. Some tension. I thought the whole trial thing was hokey. Does that really happen? Like, like, like do they really sit there and have a trial mock trial and those discussions the way like look here's what was great about the movie yes they they basically have said everything we've ever read on twitter or instagram the, the some of the points they were making about how the white cops said oh well black people and such the asians and the such and such don't make up the jail numbers and 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 you know maybe if they would comply and and then the rebuttals and all of that stuff you could read all day long with racial debates on social media. They addressed everything: sexism with the Latino female cop, and this, that, and ya, racial profiling. So that was great it, to get that out there. Yeah. But the way it unfolded, that—that's
1: that- what the movie I felt was made for was that area right there for those conversations to occur. That was like that was the crux. That didn't of the movie. feel hokey to you. It felt hokey. You know what it felt like to me, honestly. And I appreciate, like you said, I I was going to pass play. I I was going to go past it. I was going to say, like, and and I hate. I don't want to. I don't want to minimize it to what I'm about to say, but it felt like it. Uh, Something like maybe a Jerry Springer, where they have the one, they have the opposing sides, and they're yelling things back and forth at each other. Right, right. So it's it's
0: it's a it's It's contrived. The word, yeah,
1: it's a little, yeah. Right. And you know what? You know you you, because you're setting it up with two different kinds of people to have. Opposite response, and you know there's just going to be some shouting back and forth. You might get something out of it, or you might not.
0: Uh, it was real to me in the sense that the conversations, or the or the shouting matches, or the debates, whatever you want to call them, were being had and needed to be had. It was fake to me in that it felt like a performance. Right. Well, here's the part where the Mexican dude with the tattoos whose cartel wannabe gets into it with the Mexican cop so we can learn about the differences in Mexican culture. Well, but
1: the one thing about that that I'll say that I thought was cool is they
0: didn't sell it out to the
1: audience that way. It's like, you know, where they were, he called him out for being, he called him out in Spanish. And you don't even he's speaking Spanish suddenly. I like that touch. Yeah, and then he answers back because right. he obviously understood everything that he said. He didn't answer back in Spanish. he answered back in English, which shows the division. Right. I thought that, I thought that was a cool touch, but I understand how you felt about, you know, it, it is a very little like you said,
0: play control. almost as like if it were a play, pitch it is. It's on stage, you're in the audience. The stage is purposely black so you can't really see the characters. But as each segment comes up, that part lights up. up. And it felt like, okay, we lit up the black versus white thing. Now let's light up the Mexican-Mexican thing. Now let's light up the woman-Latina sexism. It, it, it felt a little contrived to me, man. Well, but he was trying
1: I know. to cover all the everything that was happening. He's trying to cover all that. I'm sorry, I'm moving that a little bit, you guys. Um, he tried... He's covering all the conversations that needs to be had, that, w- that has been had, but never like all in – that you don't see in one circle. That one circle is the reason why I felt it was Springerish or like – Right, no and
0: because of that one circle, it's like, okay, I get it. They set it up so that that could happen. It just feels like that would never happen. Well, the other thing that
1: wouldn't happen is it would never be – uh, it wasn't as un- as uncomfortable as some people might have found it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uncomfortable because there would have been screaming, yelling. People probably would have thrown things. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, but like they said, we need to have these uncomfortable conversations. I didn't feel that was uncomfortable enough. Really? Yeah. I think the I think the conversations are deeper because everything that we heard was things that
0: we've already heard before. But see, well, here's the thing. I would say more to your point. I don't think it feels uncomfortable to you because you've had the conversations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, We've had them so many times yeah. that it feels familiar. Yeah. Well, Most people don't have those conversations. You're right,
1: because I was just saying, I think those conversations have been had. Those are entry-level conversations. Right. Um, and not that there's anything wrong with that entry-level conversations. They need to be had. Because it got to start. Yeah, but I always feel like we're past that. And that's my problem, too. Right. Because I always feel we're... Uh, I always feel we went further than that already but that's not necessarily there is a couple cool things that he also hit on too because uh, and I thought this was really good uh, when the one kid says uh, it was the kid who said it he said uh, in a poor neighborhood Mm -hmm. the policing of a poor neighborhood and then uh, the I think it's the grandmother says no a black neighborhood because we and I've brought this up before that there there is um, that the division is
0: on uh, on wealth. Uh, on, there's a lot that. Has oh, when well. that part when he said that, I went. I was in my room watching this in my bed, and I went, "Oh, Andy, I swear I said that." When he mentioned it's about wealth, yeah, I said, "Oh, Andy."
1: But but again, and I've said this before, and I think I don't. When I say this, I don't think I include it all the time. There is wealth. And that's a, that's a dividing line. But then underneath the wealth, underneath that line of wealth, then you have to divide it up appropriately of how it gets handled. Out,
0: and I head. thought that when Nate Parker hit that on the head immediately following that response, yeah, I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It, he it, said what you always mean to say, yeah, but don't say.
1: Say it the right way. Right. Yeah. It, it, there's a line of in this country that divides the the haves from the have-nots. But on when you take that line and you go to the have-nots, then there's other. Uh, lines that are being divided up, and that's what I probably don't say correctly, right? Uh, but yes, so I thought that that was an important part. That he I don't did. know if
0: you caught this. Uh, did you catch the moment when the cops first arrive and Nate Parker's in the room and he looks out the window to see the cop cars, and then he pulled back on him in the shot? He, he did the Malcolm X thing, the way he held the rifle and he was looking out the window. It was the Malcolm no, X I shot. I didn't,
1: I didn't catch it. Didn't oh catch yeah,
0: it. I think that was on purpose. Because okay. it was exactly the Malcolm X okay. shot of him looking out the window, holding the gun up the right way as he's watching the squad cars come into focus. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, there was one other thing I got here that I thought that was really important and because we were talking about right. wealth. Uh, I love the part where the kid comes, he goes, how was your first day at school? He goes, well, you know, he goes, oh, it was, you know, and, you know, I was basically, you know, everybody, he had made some friends, people wanted to hang out with him because he was the only black kid in school. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of a... He made it sound right the no- he was a novelty, and so everybody wanted it right but I love the part where he says um uh- lo- when he starts talking about lunch and he goes, basically there's little restaurants that you can get anything you want over there mm-hmm. uh, you, uh you basically and basically what was said is you can get anything you want at this private school right and he goes and but then he finished it with, yeah, it was amazing, there wasn't a fight there all day, right, which kind of it changed when you catch up to this later in later in the movie, when they're talking about public versus private schools. Right. And then you, you can go back to this and the idea that when you have notebook paper, when you have pencils, when you have everything that you're supposed to have for your education, uh, maybe there won't be as much fighting for your piece of that education right uh as opposed to a place where you can uh have a, go to school in luxury and there's no issues in that school so there is no fighting right uh which really that those two are far they're far away from each other in the movie but I thought they connected i'm gonna
0: go back i'm gonna go before that and this is what i'm like when you when you hear uh some black people say to other black people man stop acting white man you seem white and of course there are black people that get insulted by this because they go what's being white talking properly enunciating the proper use of grammar that's an insult but and I'm not saying that you know but it feels like when you grow up rich as a black kid when you grow up in a way that your parents didn't because they busted their ass to provide you with a better life and with what they didn't have I won't say you're acting white, but it feels like you are somewhat removed from the culture. Because when his son was talking with his friend on Zoom about resisting the police and you have the right, and his friend was like, nigga, what? You believe that shit? And his, and his dad comes in and is telling him, son, whoa, whoa, whoa it feels like when you grow up in a world that is not in poverty and ghetto and hood, and you're removed from that culture. God, I don't want to say acting white, but there's a Damon Wayans used to do a good joke about it where he talked about because of his success and fame and his money and allowing his sons to grow up in a way he didn't. Hi Dad. there was a nerdiness to it. They didn't walk, they jumped. They was gay were geeky. Hi Dad. where he might have been more street. Cause he came up in New York, like I say, with my son. My son is not man. That nigga, he floats, nigga. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't walk. He floats, and I don't mean that to be some gay reference. I'm just saying his his heels don't have the weight of oppression yeah. and 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 sorrow he's, and misery. He's not anchored to the ground. Yeah, man, yeah. that nigga's flying. So when his son was breaking that down, I, I, I love that. That it was interesting that his friend was like what, and then his dad really let him know what it was. And I want you to speak on that because then I want to go back to that because based off of an experience I had. Okay, well I'm going to say something
1: that I haven't said before, and uh, we'll see we, we'll see where that goes. Um, a lot of times I, I hear the quote that the uh, it's the system isn't failing you. The system was designed that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's here's my take on what that scene. And how I feel about that quote and the system, the system, uh, and it it gets addressed a little bit in here. Goes that's because it said I I got it right right here. Let me see. School. uh, Oh, okay, that's what it says. In in the movie, he says the system wasn't designed with you in mind. Mm -hmm. This is a point that I think is really uh, interesting, and what that kid was going through, and what I feel about the system. The system uh, isn't designed. For someone to fail. The system was designed, but I agree with this point in here. The system wasn't designed with you in mind being black. Mm -hmm. So when they designed the system, it was the system was to work for who was America at that time. And that was white men. The system was designed for and still is still is. But here's my point of this. When he says there wasn't... but Not that the system was flawed. The system isn't flawed. The people that run that system are flawed. It wasn't designed with black people in mind. So they alter the system. They, they, they they, They twist it so it doesn't work for people of color. And when it starts to work, they move the finish line. They do. So that's why what he was saying, and the way I was looking at it is, the system works, but we're on two different timelines. There's the white a uh, male timeline and then there's everyone else and the white male timeline is present day i mean it's it's where we are and everyone else is in the is is back they're still trying to catch up to where white men are working out of the system uh and that's what he could be and the reason i refer to that way is because he was realizing as he's saying this is what the this is uh what the um Ah, uh, the court cases say this is what I'm entitled to. This is what, I-. and the dad is basically saying, "Yeah, you uh, technically, technically, yes." But the reality is, we're still back in time. That's what I'm trying to use that right. timeline. Is that we th- we know what's how it's supposed, supposed to, to be, be, but it wasn't designed with you in mind. Which means, since they pushed you back, they didn't push. They didn't push themselves forward. They just
0: pushed everyone else back. We wrote these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Get me a sandwich, nigger, I'll kill you. Truth. Justice. Dave there, Chappelle.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it's a brilliant part. Right. Because it was, they weren't in mind. They didn't think that that was... But would.
0: it was written as though they
1: were in mind. Well, it was... It was written for everybody. But it was written to be perfect, or as perfect as it could be. Right. But applying it is still by the man. And I, when I didn't mean by the... When I said it, it was funny. Leroy, I didn't, I I didn't mean it. to say the man, meaning right. the man. I meant it was by the man who wrote yes. it. The Yes. Uh, so, But that's really funny because now, now I really feel the man in, in, in that. Uh, right. But that, that to me, was captured in that zo- Zoom thing when they were going back. And you saw the, the difference. He's working in what is present day. I, I'm entitled to these rights. My right. the dad is working. I just want you to get back home. And the, his friend was like, are you fucking crazy? That doesn't work this Got way. God, and
0: that leads me to something else that I'll get to. But let me say this. I remember one time I was in Baltimore and – uh near the power light district, which is where everything pops, uh, and once shit lets out at two o'clock, you know, like anywhere else where it's popping, shit gets chaotic. So I remember this white cop had said something to me about not standing in a certain place. And I, I raised my voice. You know, I I you know, my mother, you know, I raised my voice. That motherfucker put me in cuffs and sat me on the curb with the intention of arresting me. And I said, what are you arresting me for, for raising my voice? And I thought I was going to jail that night. And then later on, a black cop came along and saw me and was, knew who I was. But I also asked his partner, what did he do? And I said, all I did was raise my voice. So he pulls his partner to the side. They have a little discussion. Next thing I know, I'm out the cuffs and I'm free to go. And I was stating what I knew I had the right to do. And I remember Patrice said on opening, Anthony, nothing makes police angrier than people who think they know they rights. And when you try to state your rights to a cop, that makes them angry, even if you're in the right. And I and I was sitting there wrestling with that going, was that a racial thing or did he really arrest me? Cause? But it felt racial, not because the cop was white, the energy he gave off. And talking to me, the energy, like with like in that scene where and then you had asked me about the movie Queen and Slim. I wish you had saw that movie because put it like this in this movie, American Skin, the same thing where the cop had pulled his dad out, hands on the fucking top of the roof. And his son had a phone was recording it. The cops had put the phone away and it ended up in him being shot. That's the same way it goes down with Queen and Slim. A racist cop pulls him over. Look, wants to look in his trunk without permission. The black girl is a lawyer. She's telling the cop what he can't do. At one point, he said, stay in the car. As she gets out the car, it leads to her being shot. Then the black dude wrestles the cop with a gun. He ends up killing the cop. Um, so let me get back to the point. Even though I don't know if it was racial, the way the cop was talking to me, looking at me, he never said anything and, you know, Nigga, most cops, racist cops, don't even call you that, you know. But but there's an energy that comes off where I go, this feels racial, dude. So you know, and again, when the sun was, well, you well, technically it says we could do this, we could do that. That don't apply, and I don't think you should. <laughs> he, when you deal with the police and you're black. I think it's crazy we even have to, serve. when Nate Parker in the beginning was, these are my hands, I'm I'm undoing my seatbelt, can I reach past my son to grab the, the fact that we even have to do that is crazy. That's crazy! Born Protect and serve. We pay them our tax dollars. And we have to go through a drill? Well, well, just to let you know, even though
1: you seen my kids? They don't look right. They're they they're, <laughs> true looks Hispanic. Max looks Jewish. Right. I mean I I went through all the police stuff with them. But do you think they would really have to do that? I don't know if they would have to do it, but it's 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 getting crazier now because what you said about police. I have two things uh, about this, and and again, and this is where I, I'm breaking my own rule. If you're a good cop, you don't need me to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yes, we know this isn't all cops, but. There is cops for what if you when you said raise your voice, question their authority. They they feel like they're the authority. Uh, there's a there's a movie and I can't remember the line, but uh, they feel like they're the the top of the authority. Besides the judge on the street, they feel like they're the highest amount of authority that's on the street. And you can't question that. But this is what I wanted to say that I think is important because you were talking about the issue that you had. Um. And I'm just going to give you something that maybe doesn't sound like it relates, but I'll I'll get it there as fast as possible. Uh, My uncle uh, was uh, in Arizona, uh, was very prominent in getting legalized uh, topless dancing in in there. But what he had to do, he was the manager of the club. And the people that wanted to own these businesses uh, hired him and paid him well to be arrested And they would drop the charges. So he had to continue to do it to be arrested. And the reason I'm saying to drop the charges, why they would drop the charges is you can't change the law until you have a case to bring to court.
0: So getting arrested gives you the case?
1: Getting arrested and and going to court is what gives you is, is a lot of what makes changes in the laws because you have you can set precedent with your cases. Right. So I'm not saying that everybody needs to go out and get arrested or that you should want to get arrested. I go, but understanding the system and understanding when you are being um, uh, provoked by um, any law enforcement or you feel that you are being wronged, um, instead of taking your life in your hands, uh, I would, you know, and this, and everybody's going to say, well, you're white, dude, so it doesn't make a difference. Document as much as you can, and then you go to court, and then, that's now, now that's money, but there's people out there that are willing to... Uh, to take on cases now that can set precedent and, and go that way. I think that's a safer, it's a lot safer
0: than uh, than the other option. Like, I hate saying this because it makes you sound, it makes me sound slavish or weak. But I know you didn't see Queen and Slim, but I'm telling you that was the setup. Mm, yeah. You saw this movie. And I'm glad Nate Parker kind of said it, because if you do feel weak or slavish, or like you're bucking, his main thing to his son was, do what you got to do to come home oh. to me. And my whole thing was, should the black girl in Queen and Slim got out the car, even though she might have been right, should she have been spouting, I'm a lawyer and the law says, even though she might have been right, shouldn't a Parker's son have been recording that with his phone, which... Because it's black and maybe because the cop might mistake it for a gun or even if he knew it was a phone but was going, I have the right. Should you do that if it means, yo, you might not come home? I say, fuck what you think you know about the law. Fuck trying to record it with your phone. If you are sensing that this cop will kill your black ass, come home. And I love that he said that, because to me, anything other than that, I think people will take and I still think people will take what I'm saying as bucking. Because Lord knows I've hinted at this on on Instagram and there are the comments from the no, nah, fuck that, brother. Fuck them pigs. You stand up for yourself. you going to stand up to lay down in a coffin. Uh um.
1: I would never, if I was in a situation with the cops, I would never start filming. But I would push record on the recorder and I would put it in a place in the car where they wouldn't notice. Where well, they wouldn't see you. Yeah. And that way you have the, at least have the recording. Well, I can go for that. That's being strategic. Yeah. But I don't, I, I, even, even with the privilege of my skin color, I wouldn't pull out my phone when I saw cops doing something. Not, let me rephrase this. If I was in the car, if I was in the area that is being, um, taken over by the police or you know that is being uh, searched by the police I wouldn't pull out my
0: phone like that I would put it on record but if I was closet- blatantly knowing your rights go it says on chapter whatever page I have the would you do that
1: when I was younger I was at a restaurant and this was when I was in college I was at, a, at a, like a really quick service restaurant and only had like four or five seats in it and there was a whole there was one section where you could have a big table, and these cops were there. There was like six of them, and I just come out of a class, and it was an art class, and we were just talking about art. And it was with this, uh, it was a, a girl that went to the was in the same class, and we went to have lunch, and we were discussing the art, and we were like getting kind of passionate about it. And this cop comes over, and he goes, "You need to keep it down." Left his table, came over and stood in front of me, he said, "You need to keep it down." <laughs> I go, "Keep what down?" I, I was I was I was like I wasn't even trying to be a smart ass. Exactly. I was just like keep what down like I I thought what did, what did I do? Right. And then she he goes uh he goes you're being very loud and you're disturbing everyone in here. And I go, I am like I was like I was so like I was like I am and he goes he goes yes you are and then I got offended by it and then I looked at the people next to me I go am I am I am I disturbing you in any way? And they go They didn't even look up the people that just go no and I looked at the table on the other side. And I go, am, "Am I disturbing you?" <laughs> and they go, "No." And mm-hmm. I go, "I go was." And then I looked at all the cops, and then I go, "Am I disturbing you guys?" And they didn't say anything. They just sat there. Mm. They didn't look at me like they kind of looked away from me. Like you're on your own. He's in a bad mood. Mm. And I go, uh, I go, um, officer. I go, I, I, I go. I guess I'm sorry if, if I was disturbing you, but I'm not disturbing anyone else. And he goes, keep it down. And he walked out the door. I walk outside. We had just fin- We were just finishing anyway. I walk outside, and he has this guy on a 10-speed bike, and he's holding the guy's handlebars just screaming at him. And I go, dude. I go, officer. I said, this is what I said, and this was, this was wrong. I go, hey, officer friendly. <laughs> Smart ass. I said, man, you are in a bad mood today, and you're going you're to hurt somebody. And he said, do you want me to start with you? I go, listen, I go, I go, listen to this, man. I go, I'm done with class. If you want to arrest me right now, we can go to, we can go to court. We, we can go to the jail and we can waste your whole fucking day. And I'm happy to do it because I know that you're a problem. And he told me to fuck off and he got in his car and drove away. Now that might be like everybody says is white privilege, but I also had a row of cops that were in there that had witnessed all this. Plus everybody in that building that knew what just happened. Uh, but yes, that, and this is the problem with, this is the problem with policing is that, and what I'm going to say is not only was that an issue, but that man, I'm not saying that he was a problem. He might've had a bad day. I don't know. He might've found out his kid was sick. I don't know what caused him to be in that bad mood, but as long as we have humans that are doing the policing I'm subjugated. I'm subjugated, and you're su- to their likes and dislikes. Whether that's racism, whether that's they had a bad meal, whether that's their wife wouldn't blow them, or whether their wife was cheating on somebody with somebody on him. That's who we have to deal with. That person. That's why I said I wouldn't pull it out because I don't know what his problem is that day.
0: Okay, but knowing well, see, but it's crazy to ask you this because, again, you are white, so you don't have to worry about it because I was going to say, knowing what you know and have seen in terms of the police interaction with black folks, if you had to do it all over again or if you found yourself in a situation currently where you had to deal with a cop, would you spout off the laws and
1: no, talk I, shit? No, I wouldn't, and I think I'm watching a lot of this happen right now that you see in these videos, and they're asking for the names. It, it, I understand you have the right to do that, uh, but the consequences are high. I, if you, if you, and I'm not, again, not advocating for you to get arrested. Uh, but if you're going to go that far, then get ar- I mean, if, get. How do you get arrested safely? I don't know how to. I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say. If you, if you find yourself in the situation where you had an uh, a problem with a, an officer, and they were in the wrong. And you did find yourself in jail. I would go everywhere to try to find support. I would start. Uh, uh, what are those things you can do where you get funding? Uh, where people put money into the account? Oh, like a GoFundMe? Yeah, go. I'd get a GoFundMe to go fight the police. I, I don't know what right. I would do, but I would. If you have a law case, you can. If you have a case, you can actually take that uh, up with the court, and you can try to get that officer that wronged you. Uh, I, what happens to the officer, though? That, that like, time? I I just, I just... God, it sounded so... I know everything I said, even in my head. I right. was going,
0: dude, that sounds so white. Well, no, but but look, as I'm watching it, and I remember I was more mad at Queen and Slim because she got out the car, and she, and she was, you know... I'm saying this loosely, but seriously. Typical black woman shit. You know, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but she was... Why you... Harassing him. You don't have the right to looking at trunk and blah, 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 and blah, blah. And I remember she got out the car and I'm watching it, going, bitch, get your ass in the car. Fuck you getting out the car for. And as I'm watching this movie, and his son with the phone, I'm going, Man, put the phone down. Let him see your hands. And it almost feels like I'm saying what the typical white response is comply, 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 knowing that complying ain't got nothing to do with this. But I'm more or less talking about comply just so you don't get killed yeah but just so you come home but on the other side of that argument and i'm and i'm just i'm saying this cuz i heard
1: my other argument or, or my other thing that i stated it sounded almost comical to me in another way sandra bland didn't do anything other than have some disdain for the fact that she was profiled and she was she just all she did was have a little slight i mean a, a minor i wouldn't even call it an
0: attitude she was just frustrated but then remember in the movie the cop later admits it was a profile. Yeah, in in, in, this, yes. in this movie, yeah, and
1: they say it's a profile. They, he, I love the part where they brought up there's two speed bumps, so he couldn't have been speeding. Right. So it was totally a profile. Before we go there, I want to get to one other thing that I said that came up uh, when it says uh, the laws of this land, and he said, "I just want you to get home because that's what you're saying." Right. Um, no, it was uh, it was the, the other it was uh, it was
0: ghost. Um, Speaking of which, let me just say this, and this is just a quick note. Uh Om- Omari Hardwick remind me of why I can't watch Ghost Without a Power Without Him. His presence, man. I like that. I like his fucking dark, serious, you intimidating look in his face and the seriousness of him. I bet you he got a lot of lines cut because he didn't need the lines to convey what he was doing. Yeah, man. He 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 does that fucking. What did you say to me? Look. Without saying, what did you say to me? Even the tone
1: of his voice, how he changes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But in that, he has that, uh, he has a tattoo that says, it is what it is. It is what it is. And then uh, that's in the beginning, that's in that part, and I'm going to end with something that connects to that afterwards. So uh, keep going.
0: Uh, I wrote this down, Um, and I got to say, dude, this is a two-part thing. When the black chief... Is in the home of the the, the the son's mother, and the cousins are recording him.
2: You know, black
0: cops are a fucking disgrace. Like I don't understand. Even when the I guess whoever the dude in the suit was announcing that uh, the charges had been filed, but no guilty or whatever, yeah. or no charges were going to be filed. You see in the background another black cop in back of him in the shot. And I'm just going, how do you, and I know I've said this on the PC before, how do you niggas sleep at night? Knowing that your kinfolk, your, your people are being killed and you don't do nothing. And then I, I thought to myself, this might be the difference in generations now. Because the way that young kid was talking to the cop, and I understand the anger, the frustration, it was his cousin. Motherfucker, bitch, motherfucker, bitch. And a couple of times the, the, the auntie had to go, calm down, calm down. It seems like now this new generation, we culturally before black people, we don't play our kids talking like white kids. We don't play our kids disrespecting us and we whoop our kids. It feels like now and now as we progress, we're getting away from that. And black kids are getting leniency now to talk to adults like they're white kids because I have a hard time believing even if that was a situation in my life, my mother would allow me or my aunt would allow me to talk to another adult that way. Even with the circumstances being what they were. All that cussing and talking like that is that I was like, God damn. Yeah,
1: I... I the reason I didn't feel, I guess, as strongly about that as you did, I I liked the part where, even in their own home, mm-hmm. he he had to say to him, "What are you going to do? You, what are you going to do to me? I have every right to do that. I'm in my home, right? So I understood the forcefulness of his language at that moment because it, it was making the point. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you on the other thing because I just think I think in general kids are getting away with like it's, It everything. feels like
0: culturally black people don't. I used, to think thinking, kids no more. I used to
1: think that was like I said, I was raised that way. Like my dad, you know, you fucked up. you got hands, I man. You, you got, you know, my, right. my, I remember my grandfather, when I was, uh, my, it's my step grandfather, but I remember I must've been like six years old. And he said, I did something. He goes, you know what happens when you do that? He goes, yeah, I'm going to give you a warning. You get the five fingers <clears throat> slap. Yeah. And he's called it the five right. fingers. And I knew if he ever said the five fingers, I was in trouble. Right. So, um,
0: but, but but you're feeling on the black cops. Right. Oh, uh, well, okay, okay. Let, let's let's do this because we can. I, I I got.
1: I try to get as much experience as I can <laughs> right. before. I, right. it, it, we were in uh, Mississippi. Yes, Mississippi. I remember this. Yeah, and Mississippi police is is mainly black. Yes, and they have a whole another idea that differs from your idea of what their policing is. And how they feel about community, mm-hmm. and whether they agree or disagree with some of the things going on right now, and most of them agree. Look at it more as police than as a black issue. Those police said, "No, you know, if you do this, that's what happens. That's how it goes, and that goes to where that's what they're trained to do." Those the cops agreed with with the okay. I'm gonna well, uh, okay, well, wait. Wait, but when you say that's what they're trained to do. That's what the cops said to me when we were in Mississippi, and I said about the the the, the guy who got shot at Wendy's when he, uh, when he, he the cops he he was he got was he was drinking, and the one cop was talking to the other cop. Got there, then he wrestled both those cops, and he got the guy's taser. He ran, and when he turned, he turned, and the other cop shot him and killed him at that Wendy's. This was this was at the, about the same mm-hmm. time they were there.
0: He wasn't. He was siding with the cops. Okay, but we, if, if that's what they're trained to do, which is to say, follow protocol, follow what you've been taught, follow what's in the rule book. Yeah, I'm scared, he's turning, he has okay. a weapon, I can okay. shoot. Okay, well, but then you can't turn around and then break the rules, and then break the law. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not justifying that. I'm
1: just saying that was kind of the, that's, that's, but on the other hand, how do you make changes in the police force if there is no black police officers? but then the black police officers would go in buy into the the brotherhood. So I'm very
0: conflicted in in this when you- This shouldn't be a conflict at all. Well, I'm conflicted with what's happening with it. I no, mean- no, I'm not saying you I- personally. I I'm, I'm just saying if you're if you're a cop and you're black and you know this shit is going on. You're watching it on the news. You're reading it in the papers. You understand why the riots are breaking out in your cities. How do you just allow this? How because
1: you can make more change within than you can outside. But ain't no
0: ain't no ain't none ain't none I'm doing it.
1: Uh, but you know, that's 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 where I said that's where I'm conflicted with this. I think you need black police officers <sighs> policing black neighborhoods so that it doesn't feel as uh eh, eh, the eh, I don't want to say enemy, but you want to have someone that you know that knows the neighborhood, that knows the area. Right. As opposed to just someone that's coming in there and it becomes a racial issue.
0: You know, I don't know if you've ever noticed, and I'm sure you might have been in the room a couple times. When we've done shows where we have, and this mainly happens uh, in the black rooms, especially the ghetto black rooms. They always have security. that's an ex-cop or a cop. But got gun in a badge. And every now and in a white room, a cop may come in from the outside to see the show. And I've always jokingly asked the black cops, hey, man, how come y'all don't tell on the ones that y'all know are fucked up? And what always happens? They laugh, the crowd laughs, but I never get an answer. They never answer me. They never go, you know what it is, brother? They don't answer me. Yeah, okay,
1: now let's go back to the movie in that they try, they, they attempt to say, you know, it's a very difficult job. The toughest job is stopping someone, the initial stop. Uh, we want to get home. We want to see our kids. We have the same. We have the same feelings as everybody else do does about trying to get home. Um, there, the the black cops in those police forces are in that same situation. So they do they start looking at it differently? Do they not know? But we know, especially right now, from things that are being released, from videos that are online, the cops are are not just bigoted. They're racists. Not again all cops but there are cops out there that influences how the police department runs so it, it, this is this is why i'm conflicted with i can't even answer that you, question you know
0: but even when you say and i agree cuz you don't want to you don't want to paint everybody with the same brush when you go not all cops but one thing that i always found interesting like even in that scene where they had all the the cops Tie, you know, with the hog ties or whatever, you can just zip things. Um, again, no one is no one is outwardly racist. You blacks and you black people, niggas and coons and, and, and even when the cops claim not to be, like the one cop who goes, I know I'm not racist. But the more and more you let them speak, they show how racist they are. I'm telling. It's the tone changes when they start getting specific about what really bothers them, and even then, it seems like they're trying not to, of course, say the n-word because that's the dead giveaway, or anything else that's outwardly racist. But when they speak, and you, it's like they're finally getting the weight off their chest. And when they get detailed and they get passionate, you see it, and you go, "There it is. There's the racism."
1: Yeah. Not this isn't the past for them. I love it. Anytime I hear someone say I'm not racist, I know that that's a problem because the true definition one of the definitions of racism is just a predetermined ideology of a person, place, or thing, usually in the negative. So when those cops are speaking and they're saying they're profiling, you're black, you're in an old car, you're in a nice neighborhood, I need to pull you over, something's there. That's not profiling, that's a racist thought. A predetermined ideology of a person, place, or thing. That's all of them right there. Mm-hmm. Person, place, and thing. Mm-hmm. It's not profiling. It's racism. And that's what you're taught. You're taught a racist maneuver. So there is, like I said, the system, it's the way that the people enforce the system. Are you racist, Andy? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we all have... You're racist. Every one yes. of us has racism
0: within his... A- well, well we- let's, like they say. When, again, another definition of racism is being able to oppress one by means of power. And black people have never had the power. So we can't be racist. We could be bigoted. Be, well, you have more power now than you did before. Right. And the reason I'm going to say this. Well, I know I've always had power because when I put my dick on a bitch, she cannot get up. Uh,
1: the, the power statement is correct. But you're also, uh, and this is where it starts to get more complicated. You're also American. And America has power, and you're part of that power structure whether you enjoy all the rewards of America or not. People in other countries that are oppressed by maybe American actions or policy don't look at you as just a black guy. They look at you as an American guy, and you have power.
0: Well, look, like again, let me go back to that scene where the cop, the Hispanic cop, is talking about the Cholo. The Did you see the passion in which... They were going back and forth. Now, I don't speak Spanish, so I don't understand what the guy who was speaking Spanish was saying. But whatever he was saying irritated the cop off enough to where you almost saw the veins popping out of this motherfucker's head. And again, because I'm going to say something to this. The way he was going back at the, the Mexican prisoner, you could tell he had an issue with his own people. And when you ask me or when you say, am I racist? And, yeah, I think we're all a little racist. Dude, I love my people, but I also have a problem with my people. Because and, and 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 listen, Chris Rock, I love black people. I hate niggas. Niggas will rob your house and come to you the next day and go, heard you got robbed. The mentality, the attitude, the the the, the non class. I hate niggas sometimes. And and why I'm saying that is two nights in a row. Back-to-back shows. And again, when you do something long enough, you come across everything. First time for me I've ever done shows where here in Kansas City, two nights in a row, on a back-to-back, two ignorant, ignorant niggas. They're disruptive. They're like roaches. They serve no purpose. And the one dude who I got into it with, was that was ugh, I don't even want to get into details, but then the black bitch last night who was so goddamn drunk and 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 to the point where nigga, it got explosive. I, I i cussed out the management like y'all motherfuckers just sit back and do nothing. And it's like, listen, again, I'll handle a heckler, that's what we're trained to do. But at some point, you can only talk a motherfucker down so much for you gotta kill him. And and I'm and I'm using this and to try, to try to put in police terms, not in a bad way, but in, in, but in the justifiable way, you know, you know, I'm not talking racially. I'm talking if if a motherfucker put the knife down, sir, back away, put the knife down and you can only talk so much before, yo, you got to take this motherfucker down. You, I can only talk so much before management should throw you out. And at one point when I did the joke about how if a woman got nice feet, I'll suck on her toes. Did you see that the bitch took her boot off and started kicking her leg in the air? Like she literally took her boot off and was just kicking her leg in the air, and I'm like, "Yo, this is beyond I just." But but she was, grrr, but I, niggas make me sick. But she was drunk enough that she thought she was doing something. No, because a part of that too is th- that concoction of liquor and ghetto. You listen, you can be drunk and act a certain way, but when you're ghetto and hood, which means you, you, you don't, you don't, what's that word I'm looking for? It's, it's, not, class is one. Um, oh my God, it's, it's I think it's a word that starts with E. I, I want to say. Etiquette. When you're from the ghetto. I got one. I got yes, a word. I got a word in. And you're from the hood, and you just are trifling, and you have no etiquette. You really don't know better. And then you put alcohol on that—that's an explosion. Well, she was also
1: very um, ghetto proud. She was proud of her. She was. She came
0: out and said it that way. She goes, right. "I'm from I'm from the streets. i kept ghetto. going South Central in the house and making that Cardi B grrr sound all night and throwing up West Side and I'm just like Jesus, you have no etiquette." Or class, but she was. Brave. I, I'm only saying this from my observation. There's a lot. Hold, on, I'm sorry, Eddie. There's a lot of ghetto niggas that grow up in the hood and the ghetto and poverty stricken, but that have class and etiquette. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying just because you're from the ghetto or from poverty. No, it's how you was raised. You can't necessarily help your conditions, but you can't help how you're brought up. If you're, and that's, I mean, the parents. The parents might not be able to go. Look, we didn't grow. We I didn't bring you into a world with a silver spoon in your mouth, a house, a lawn, a mortgage. You know, several cars. You were born into poverty, but just because you were born into poverty doesn't mean it has to be your mindset. It has to be your etiquette. It has to be your behavior. I was born poor. I grew up broke with mites and roaches. But again, my mother made us do book reports. My mother made sure we read. We were well read. My mother trained us and made sure we had etiquette. I, I can't, and, and, and some niggas have no etiquette. I can't fucking stand them. So, yeah, I'm racist. All ethnic groups
1: have uh, the same thing that you're saying uh, when I see. Uh, Hispanics, I'm, I'm going to say Mexicans because I'm not going to put it in Hispanic terms, but when I see Mexicans doing things that I feel are the stereotypical type, it bothers me. When I see Jews doing that stereotypical thing, that Jews, are, it bothers me. We all, we all have that. I, I think that goes, I think that's cross-cultures. Everybody, except for uh, if you're, when I told you white people don't necessarily look at white people and go, oh, that reflects me. They haven't in the past. They are now. I think that's, that is happening now. But we all get, I think we all have that, where we, want to, we don't want to be put in that group. Right. And so that, it, 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 it fucks with us. We are, this is something we're trying to move away, better ourselves
0: from, look different. Then. And that's what it felt like the Hispanic cop was conveying to the prisoner when he got angry and he stood up and he looked like he lunged toward him, like he was almost like going, what I'm doing, you you niggas make it bad on the rest of us.
1: But there was something important that we didn't say in there. When they pulled out all those prisoners to be the, uh,
0: the jury... The jurors, yeah.
1: He goes, these are all nonviolent uh, offenders. Right. So the guy, even though he had his tattoo, the image, the whole thing that he was talking about, he wasn't violent. I know a lot of dudes... Tatted up face, right. hands, whole works. That's just part of their who they are. Yeah, but, but that's
0: very different because he, he he mentioned you cartel wannabe. Yeah. So even if he wasn't in jail for a violent crime, might have been drugs. But it still feeds into the, the 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 stereotype or the or the negative outlook that man fucking the Mexicans are all drug dealers and gang members. But I also appreciate the way
1: that that scene was done because the The cop who was so offended by him, you saw his rage and his anger where the, the, the dude who's all tatted up, the one who's con- cool as shit, right? Yeah, just stayed cool. He didn't let that. And that's part of the problem with the, because once you get to an, a, a level where you think, and this is why you have to be very careful about how you feel about your own community in, in a sense is because when you feel that you are lifted above that, that's when you become
0: the angry guy towards your own people. Listen, and I want to convey this based on what you just said. Let's be clear. I don't think I'm above anybody. What I'm I'm trying to say is when you are disruptive and you don't have the proper etiquette and common sense to behave accordingly, you're a pain in the ass. And you make things difficult.
1: And no one likes difficult. Difficult. Can can I add something from an outside view of what I watched last night? Yeah. Uh, Everything that you just said, but here's the other part of it, and this is how, and this is why I think it, it offends us personally to whatever culture you're from when that happens. You're on stage. You're doing a job. So when your own come into that room, you would think that they'd want to be there for you. They would want to uplift you. Yeah. They'd want to make you better then. Yes. And... What they're doing, whether they're realizing it or not, they're taking you down, and that's where I think the anger comes from.
0: Yes, thank you. Part of it, yes.
1: Because, and judging it from the outside, I'm looking at it and going, "She, how do you, how do you, how are you looking for respect as a black human when the other black humans aren't respecting you and what you've done and accomplished, and, and you're bringing the craft to them, and they put you in that way." Same way that I feel when I look at, when I see people judging Hispanics, Jews, I don't think of myself, but I understand, I, I see the frustration levels when people are doing it to each other. I, you know, we're still human, but, now, but we, we have this tribal grouping that we do. Right. And we, some of us want our tribe to do well, and others
0: don't give a fuck. There you go. Uh, we're at a minute and two <laughs> seconds. Boy, this was... This took up the whole thing. This, okay. this, this was, Things needed to be said. And listen, folks, if you haven't seen it, I still would recommend it highly. It's a great, great, great movie. I know we don't have time. I gotta throw these few things okay. in really quick. I just want to say, um... But it just took a little bit out of the snap of the punch when it didn't end how you thought it maybe should have ended. So that was what it was for me. Um It's like, you know, it's like you're in the mood for a cheeseburger and, you know, you get, you know, you get home and you find out the place you picked the cheeseburger up, forgot the cheese. you still going to enjoy the burger. Maybe throw a little extra mustard mustard or a condiment on that motherfucker and you're still yeah. hungry and you're going to eat it. But damn, you wanted the cheese.
1: To what you're saying, and I don't want to give away the ending because I would like people who heard this to at least, I don't know, we've probably already given it away anyway. Um yeah if you don't, don't listen to this if you haven't seen it uh, I thought it was important to mention that uh, at the end when, when I was watching the movie and then it looked like it was going to end all like fluffy and nice right. I was really mad. I was like they'd let this opportunity go right and it's going to turn into every other movie where the white guy realizes that he has issues to work on, and the black guy uh, gave him uh, the uh, key to open his 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 mind of his locked door. Right. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. I mean, I watched this for an hour and, and that's what I was going to be left with. And then, obviously, they changed it. But then that goes back to what it says is uh, that's what they're trained to do. Because the cop kept yelling that's what they're trained to do. And at the very end of the movie, I went, ah, oh, shit, that's what they're trained to do. It ended with the call throughout the whole thing, when the cop keeps saying that's what they're trained to do, and as long as that's what they're trained to do, Mm -hmm. this is the problem with the system. This is what's going to keep happening over and over and over. It's not just about the police. It's not about the guys in the car that's paying to serve and protect. It's the training that they go through, and lack thereof training. Right. So, uh, that's what I took away from the movie right there, is that's what they're trained to do.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So, I I don't know if anybody else got that from it, but that... uh, that made all the sense to me at the end when when i felt that that's what they're trying to do.
0: All huh? right. Change the system, man. I you know, when they shot him at the end. That's I what was, they were trying to do? I know, but i was almost waiting for that uh the Warner brothers bugs bunny cartoon thing to come up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all folks. Cuz <suspcion> that felt like what the fuck was that? Yeah. All right, uh from my boy once again. Uh, Maurice Dotson, a.k.a. The Doctor. Um, and he wants me to spell it out for you. T H A D O C C T A H, The Doctor. It can be pulled up on YouTube and Instagram. This is Lady Razorblade from The Doctor. T H A D O C C T A H. T-H-A. See y'all next week. Should have done that like WKRP in Cincinnati. What do you mean? The song?
2: Damn. The he's doctor. The,
0: the, the, the. No, yeah. I'm he's lost. the doctor when he does the. Oh, see, that was a little before my time. I'm, just... I'm old as fuck. Yeah. All, just... right. All right. The doctor, y'all.
2: <laughs> Younger. Oh. I knew this broad that grew up in the Everglades Drove the best of Escalades We called her lady, raised the blade Just was a hustler in the past, but the class funky Face was fine and hips was wide and that ass chunky Yeah, she had the donkey attitude like niggas want me Daddy was a killer and the mama was a junkie. All about her money selling, Molly's making dollars. Sold the lot to the mama of her baby's father. The baby daddy was a slimy, grimy motherfucker. Not to mention that this nigga was a stepbrother. He was arrested for molesting other family members. Ladies swore the her baby's life till she was gonna kill him. Lady raised blade, tell you how she got that thing The sex abuse was her excuse, the major thing that made her gay Her girlfriend named Latay had twist braids, it was major pay Showed her how to trick niggas and leave them with their throats laid It was just one day, Lay was walking through the stove This dude is out, there, ass is fat, can I get that booty ho? Lady looked back, she paused for a second could not believe this nigga was that damn disrespectful. Uh, she kept it step till she met up in the parking lot. Gave this man that look like nigga what you trying to fuck or not. Boy was like damn when you gonna let a nigga in her? She said the windows in my escalators dog tended. They jumped up the back lady straddled on his lap opened up her ass crack and she let that nigga have that uh, up and down in and out this nigga can't believe it out the blue before you know this nigga throat bleeding he tried screaming hands dropped away from her ass and hips that's when she raised her face and showed the blade in between the lips she smiled and laughed and watched this nigga take-
0: Can you feel it baby?